Welcome to the UMMC Bible Study Podcast, a podcast produced with students at UMMC. My name is Tim Chen, and I'm a former graduate of the UMC Medical School. Currently, I'm a family physician practicing in Mississippi. The goal of our podcast is to help our students and their families grow closer with the Lord and stronger in their faith and walk with God. With the rigors of school, it can be difficult to spend time with the Lord as well as fellowship with other believers. We hope that this podcast uplifts you during this challenging time and encourages you in your journey with God. Welcome to podcast episode number 11. It's been a pretty wonderful journey so far. And what makes it better are all these wonderful guests I get to fellowship with. Today, we have Matt Howard. Matt is a fourth-year medical student that just matched in pediatrics in South Carolina. Matt's been with the Bible study at UMMC since M1 year. Man, I gotta miss you, Matt. How's everything going so far since match day? On match day, I already got my instructions in the mail to apply for licensure and to apply for a DEA permit. All that's in the works. Um, we're, I think we're about done with housing. Um, I guess I thought that it was all going to end with, with match day, and then we would have arrived. But there, it turns out there's, there's just more steps to go through and uh, more good work ahead. That's actually a perfect segue to today's podcast. Today, we are getting into one of my favorite people in the Old Testament, Abraham. Just like you, God's calling of Abraham was not just a once-for-all thing between him and God. Actually, it's just the beginning of his journey with Jehovah. We will be spending a few podcasts on Abraham because there are so many details of his life that we can see that are very applicable to us. In fact, when I was growing up, I always knew Abraham as a father of faith. However, after reading his story in Genesis, you realize he wasn't always full of faith. In fact, he was a lot like us, full of doubts and failures. But in the end of Abraham's life, you do see a man that was full of faith and obedience to God. How did he become that person? Today, we will get into the significance of God's calling and maybe our own personal experience of God's calling as well. Before that, I do want to give a review of what has gone on so far. You could break Genesis into three major sections, starting from the beginning to where we are now. In Genesis 1 and 2, it shows our God as a wonderful creator. In fact, when it came to making man, God actually had a goal for man. He made man in his image and according to his likeness. This implies that man was made to express God and represent God on the earth. Unfortunately, in Genesis 3, it starts with, but now the serpent. Starting in Genesis 3 until Genesis 12, you could say that this section showed that Satan corrupted man. He corrupted man until man was no longer able to express God or represent God in any meaningful way. We saw in the last podcast that man was so corrupted that he was in utter rebellion against God. Surely, it seems like God's purpose was all messed up. However, praise God that his will and purpose always persists. We see in Genesis 12 that Jehovah called. He called Abram, who would later became Abraham. He called a man out of the fallen situation to continue the line of life. Today, we will read Genesis 12, 1-3 to start to see how Abraham's experience is actually a picture of our experience as well. Genesis 12, 1-3 says, now the Lord, or Jehovah, said to Abram, 
Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. And I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great. So you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you and the one who curses you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. Now Matt, in relation to God's calling today, I want to focus on two parts here. The first being, now the Lord, or Jehovah, according to some translations, said to Abram. And the second point on this part of the verse, so you shall be a blessing. I believe this is the first time that God revealed himself as Jehovah. You know, prior to this part, God was revealed as the creator of the universe, as the all-powerful God, Elohim. Forgive me for my Hebrew pronunciation. But here he actually gives us his name. What is the significance of God revealing his name? Certainly further revelation of God and who he is. It's probably too strong to say the idea of the first name basis, but but God has, has given his name to, told his name to Abraham. Right. It's definitely more intimate than before. It would be like knowing someone first just from what they do to now knowing them on a personal level. You know, where I work, we have a CEO that is over our entire hospital system. And I've seen his emails and heard about him. But once he actually met me and introduced himself to me. And I would say definitely the relationship has a different feel to it now. Yeah, from just filling the roles that, that you perceive or feel to, uh, to that, that more personal touch, certainly. I like that point you brought up, Matt, a personal touch. I would say that really relates to this matter of his calling. In this matter of Abraham, and for that matter, the Lord calling the disciples, it's always personal. God didn't send a memo to Abraham, but he actually personally appeared to him. Even the Lord Jesus, when he called his disciples, he personally appeared to them and called them. I would even say that that is our experience. When we were saved, God appeared to us and called us personally. I also think what's impressive is the types of people that God called. Abraham wasn't really a giant of faith in the beginning. He was actually in Chaldea, which was a land full of idol worship. You can infer that he was also involved in idol worship based on his location. You might wonder why God called him. Wasn't there anyone more qualified? But really, we see this principle in the New Testament as well concerning the type of people God calls. Or maybe it emphasizes that man sees the outward things, but God searches the heart. Or another way to put it is that we see what people are now, but God sees what they can be after spending time with him. Certainly, I do think of the the passages where he called people for specific purposes, Jesus calling the disciples later on. And and that's that's probably more along with what's in view in this passage. Jesus did not handpick the cream of the crop to to follow him. He he picked just, it seems like, a, a mix of everyday people, fishermen, tax collectors, especially in the case of the tax collector, not someone that was generally well-liked and well-thought-of. And we see that later in the, uh, in the apostles' lives. It was noted that they were uneducated common men, and yet they were so well-spoken, and it was, it was evident that they had been with the Lord, you know, spent time with Him. Matt, I actually want to expand on that a little. You know, I think many times when we think of God's calling, we think that God has called us to do something. You know, God called me to be a missionary in Africa, or God called me to go to medical school. 
But I think what you said there, God called us to be with Him, to follow Him, is really powerful. The significance of God's calling isn't calling us to do something, but rather calling us to be something. How did Abraham go from the guy that lied about his wife in Egypt to the one that was willing to sacrifice his promised son back to God? It was God's coming to Abraham over and over and over again, and his visiting of Abraham and Abraham's willingness to spend a lot of time with God that changed him. In fact, Abraham was able to fulfill all the promises that God had said to him, not by trying really, really hard to do it, but by spending much time with God. He was constantly interacting with God to the point that God changed him. He fulfilled all that God promised him, not through effort, but through God's working in him. I wonder if you had any of these experiences in your time in med school, Matt. Absolutely. Big picture might be graduating medical school, serving patients and their families. The small picture is walking with the Lord daily and being available to just speak in the spirit to people's families. You know, um, you've said this before, but there's no professional language that we can learn that that really ministers to the soul of people that are that are hurting with the, the news of the loss of a loved one or a terminal illness diagnosis or something like that. And uh, but the spirit can speak us through us to say exactly what they need to hear, as it were, a, le- a word a word from the Lord as we represent Christ. It's like the uh, the pictures in the word of, of fresh bread or flowing water that we we represent to some extent or that we impart to some extent, where water's flowing out. It's a it's a picture of refreshment of others uh, with the the spirit of God. Wow, Matt, that's awesome. It's so encouraging to see how God called you to be a physician, but he didn't just call you and say, good luck, Matt, see you when you're done. Rather, he called you to be with him daily, to spend time with him. God is more concerned with gaining you than gaining what you can do. Because once he gains you, you become a channel that allows him to flow through you to water others, even become a blessing to others. Matt, let's do a little exit interview since you're almost done with everything and we'll be moving on soon. How did you not get discouraged? I know a lot of our listeners are students or residents working hard all the time. And I would say last year was probably a harder year because not only were you working hard, but you were also isolated. How did you keep the faith? How did you stay in God's calling? I would say these these kind of uh, realizations that the Lord is is working have, have come more through just people I've been around that I've known have been in tune with with what the Lord wants, who the Lord is. I think about a a friend that you know I just knows a fellow believer on the same journey of following Christ and in med school that that said I just found it so encouraging. He said that the Lord's going to use my ministry as a physician and. Um, and that he has full confidence that, that it's going to be a, a good work that I'm setting out on or, or something to that effect. Um, but, just, but just certainly in being around people who follow Christ, that's when I felt the Lord's hand uh, in, in what I've been doing. I a thousand percent agree, Matt. I think in my experience, what kept me with the Lord was also being with people who are following God, especially those physicians before me that went through what I did and continued to follow God, to respond to God's calling in the midst of all the chaos of medicine. I feel like they were channels of water flowing to me. It was really refreshing to me. 
I also felt that the Bible study on campus was also really great to keep me walking with God continually. Uh, yes, de- definitely thankful for the Bible study. Um, I've just found it such an encouragement to be able to be on campus and uh, fellowship with other believers who are doing the same thing that I'm doing. And also th- thankful for just the opportunity to study. The w- Everyone has to take a little bit of time out of the day to eat lunch, and that's that's when we would have this time. Uh, eat lunch together and fellowship in the world, uh, word rather, not the world. <laughs> and uh, and uh, it was easy to make time for it when it was so you know convenient to do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just thankful for the Lord to have had the opportunity. Well, Matt, I'm surely going to miss you and your family. Thanks for joining me today. I feel like your speaking is a real encouragement and pattern to all our listeners. I appreciate you bringing out that God isn't calling us to do something, but rather to be something. He's calling us to himself daily so that he can gain us. He can change us. In addition, through our times with him and our journey with him, he can flow out. We can be a blessing to others, even refresh each other and keep each other pursuing God all the time. I can't wait to dig into all the details of Abraham's life in the next few podcasts. Till next week, may God call you to himself day by day. Thanks again, Matt. Absolutely.